You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom, come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team, we'll talk about your least favorite team, and everybody in between, and we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast Postgame Show is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois, and by Michael Elwood of Remax First Service. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Right, disembodied voice. This is the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. I am your host, James Nabo of NBC5 Chicago. And if I sound a little weird today, or if you hear like a police siren in the background or a bird clucking somewhere in the vicinity, it is because, like the Blackhawks, I am taking my work outdoors today and I am recording this postgame show on the back porch of my parents' house in Watsika, Illinois. Uh, we're doing this postgame show after the Chicago Blackhawks were defeated by the Boston Bruins 4-2 at Notre Dame Stadium. The fourth straight time that the Blackhawks have participated in an NHL Winter Classic and have lost. It was a fun game, lots of good spectacles to see. The music was in, but overall I thought it was a really entertaining afternoon for the NHL and I did want to break down some of it here with you as we sit outdoors together and enjoy a cold beverage and just kind of enjoy the splendor of nature together. We're going to get to the good stuff in the game, the bad stuff in the game, and the three stars of the game, of course. But we're going to start just with a quick uh, little synopsis. I almost called it synopsis. You can already tell that the cold is getting to me. Uh, The Blackhawks took the lead in the first period on a great goal by uh, David Camp feeding 
Brendan Perlini, excuse me. I just had to make sure that the dogs weren't going to rush outside. This is a really interesting show today. Brendan Perlini scored in the first period. The Boston Bruins got that goal quickly right back. David Pasternak, who just has one of the best names in the entire NHL, ended up tying it a few minutes later. The second period, the Blackhawks took the lead again thanks to a redirect from Dominic Cahoon off a shot from Eric Gustafson. Patrice Bergeron on the power play. Second power play goal of the Bruins came late in that second period as they tied it. And then Sean Carraway, man, I always butcher that name. Sean Carraway, yes, that's. He scored in the third period. And everybody's favorite Bruin, Brad Marchand, scored an empty netter to end the game and send the Blackhawks to their fourth consecutive Winter Classic defeat and their fifth in six all-time outdoor games. The Blackhawks uh, have been on a good run lately. Unfortunately, we're not able to pull out the victory today. There were, however, some good things that did come of this game and some things that definitely stood out to me. First and foremost, I thought that it was a really good afternoon, a good solid afternoon for Eric Gustafson on both ends of the ice today. Had the assist on uh, the goal by uh, Dominic Cahoon in the second period. Had a great little shot that got redirected. I thought he made a couple of really good defensive plays, especially in the third period as the Blackhawks were trying to get back into the game. Liked what I saw overall from him today. I also liked a lot what I saw from Brendan Perlini. Might have had his best game as a Blackhawk in the outdoor elements at Notre Dame Stadium. I thought he looked really good today. Obviously had a goal, was getting really physical with some of the Bruins players. One of the most physical games I've seen the Blackhawks play in recent memory. I was really impressed with the way that they kind of came out. and They weren't going to let the Bruins push them around today, but they still were true to their offensive vision as well. I really appreciated that uh, by them. I thought that was a really good thing to see that they're willing to kind of mix it up in the corners a little bit and they're willing to get dirty when it's necessary i also liked the uh, play of cam ward today even though he did give up three goals i thought that he made some absolutely spectacular saves against a boston offense that really seemed to have everything clicking today i thought that cam ward had a really nice afternoon and net. really tough to see him lose that game Still would have liked to have seen Colin Delia in that. I thought his uh, pad game was really strong today. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he had the brown old school pads that he was going to bust out today. But whatever the case is, uh, the Blackhawks went with Cam Ward, and I thought that he actually had a pretty solid afternoon. Unfortunately, there were some kind of rough spots for the Blackhawks in the game. I thought that defensively they had a couple of really bad plays. I'm starting to get the sense that Gustav Forsling is probably going to be sent down or shipped out in some capacity when Henry Yokoharu comes back from the World Junior Championships. Had another rough game today, just does not look like he's playing with any confidence right now whatsoever, and... It's been hard to watch. I thought that he would make some progress this season. It definitely seems like he's regressing. Kind of had that issue at times last season, too. So, unfortunately, it does look like the Gustav Forsling is probably going to be on the outside looking in by the time the Blackhawks are welcoming Yokohari back into the fold. I also wasn't a big fan of the way Brent Seabrook was playing today. I don't know if you guys saw during the uh, second intermission of the game. He spoke to Pierre Maguire. It did seem like he was a little bit emotional. He said his parents weren't able to 
come to the game today. I'm not sure if there's something uh, going on in his personal life, so I'm not going to harp on Brent Seabrook too, too much today, but it did look like he was a step slow at times and honestly may have had something on his mind, and if not, just another kind of blasé game from a guy that's had quite a few of them lately, unfortunately. So those are the positives and the negatives for the Blackhawks today. I'm going to get to the three stars, which of course are brought to you by our good friends at Remax, who have really done a lot to help the podcast so far. If you need any help with your real estate needs uh, south of Chicago and the south suburbs, I would definitely encourage you guys to give them a call and to you know get into the house of your dreams. They obviously helped Jay Zawoski, who, by the way, also froze his took us off today, but he did so at Notre Dame Stadium, got to go to the Winter Classic, hence why you're stuck with me talking about the game on the post-game show, post game show. So, my three stars of the afternoon have to start with my third star, who is David Camp. Had a really good play behind the Blackhawks, or behind the Bruins net, excuse me, in the first period, wrestling the puck away, winning a puck battle, and then immediately finding Brendan Perlini in front of the net for a gorgeous goal to give the Blackhawks a one nothing lead. Got to give him a ton of credit for the way he played today. My second star of the game is going to be Cam Ward. Like I said earlier, he did allow three goals. The Blackhawks did lose the hockey game, but I thought that Cam Ward did a really nice job today. Had 32 saves, including some really, really good uh, athletic, acrobatic saves, moving in the crease really well. I was really impressed with what I saw from Cam Ward today, so I'm going to give him my second star. And my first star of the game, I will give to Brendan Perlini. Like I said, I think that may have been his best game as a Blackhawk today. He did a really good job on both ends of the ice, was playing a really good physical hockey game. I thought that he did a really nice job on offense, too. Obviously, his goal scoring uh, in the first period and moved the puck really well at even strength as well. So I think that Brendan Perlini is a very deserving first star of the game. Yep, that's right, fans. I just sipped a beer. I had to do it. Uh, Before I wrap this thing up, it's obviously a little chilly outside, so to the 83% of you that uh, voted in my Twitter poll to send me into the elements today, I do thank each and every one of you for voting in that poll. Before I go, I do want to mention a couple of things. First of all, I want to mention the fact that the NHL, I thought, did a really nice job of putting this game on. I think Notre Dame Stadium ended up being a really good venue for this event. I thought it was really conducive to hockey. The All of the pageantry looked beautiful. Obviously, if you're not a Notre Dame fan, you're not going to get into them playing the fight song and the play like a champion today sign and all that stuff. But I thought they did a great job of incorporating Notre Dame's history into this game without making it entirely about Notre Dame. So there were no like, you know, green and gold jerseys and stuff. There wasn't anything like that. I thought that the NHL did a really nice job of balancing that out and allowing the traditions to be there while at the same time celebrating the two teams that were on the ice and actually playing in this game. So kudos to the NHL for that. Also, kudos to the NHL. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm giving them two kudos in one show. But kudos to them for announcing that the 2020 Winter Classic will be held in a much warmer climate as the Cotton Bowl in Dallas will host the 2020 NHL Winter Classic. The Stars will play an undetermined opponent. Scott Powers of The Athletic says that it likely will not be the Blackhawks. But I'm assuming the NHL is probably holding out hope that the Blackhawks make some kind of second-half service 
surge and really give them an excuse to put them in the game again. But I personally would be okay if it was the Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators. I think that would be a really good game. But again, kudos to the NHL for kind of going outside the box a little bit and allowing another team to host the uh, preeminent outdoor hockey game in the sport. Uh, also announced the Winnipeg Jets will be hosting the Heritage Classic this season, or next season, excuse me, and the Colorado Avalanche will be playing a game at the Air Force Academy against an undetermined opponent. I would guess it'll probably be the Vegas Golden Knights, but we will see. Um, so yeah, that's going to pretty much be it for this edition of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. I have to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors as always, our good friends at Marishka's, who by the way are only open until 7 today, but they are open. Go there, get your poor boys, get your beer, get your fill of great, great food and drink. Uh, same thing can be said of Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe. You've got two locations in Burbank and Darien. Always a good time going to Chuck's. Get your 120 beer punch card. Try to get your picture on on the wall get a free t-shirt do whatever you got to do at chucks uh triple threat sports if you want to go get a blackhawks winter classic jersey which by the way looked outstanding on the ice today would definitely recommend going to triple threat sports to get that they can handle all of your outfitting needs whether it's an nhl jersey beer league pizza league whatever they're gonna have it i uh, also want to thank rabid brewing uh delicious beers as always just cracked open my second crowler of the snake eyes beer that they make delicious delicious stuff absolutely go there for mythological level craft beer that was for Jay Zawoski, by the way. And, of course, our pals at Remax, who can get you into the home of your dreams just like they did for the pride and joy of Homewood, Illinois, Jay Zawoski. Jay will be driving back from South Bend. I'm sure we'll hit you guys with another podcast really soon. Until then, my name is James Naveau from NBC5 Chicago. I'm freezing my butt off. I'm going inside. This has been the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show.